Hello and welcome to MLW Confusion. I'm your host Rob Cameron, bringing you all that you may or may not need to know about Major League Wrestling and its television programming. This week we are continuing our journey around the world of professional wrestling. Staying down south, however, checking out SWA Pro Wrestling and their, well, program, SWA Championship Wrestling. Uh, but first, of course, the news. Uh, some more news coming out of the Super Series this coming weekend in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, announced is a four-way, uh, and the winner gets a shot at the MLW Featherweight Championship, currently held by Taya Valkyrie. It will feature four AAA luchadoras, uh, featuring Lady Shani, uh, Lady Flamer, La Hiedra and Raina Dorada. Um, so I'm just excited to get some more Lucha action. Uh, it's something I've been sorely lacking right now in my travels in the world of wrestling. Uh, and on top of that, you know, it's some women's action, which is also a thing that's been sorely lacking in the realm of my uh, travels for the most part. Also announced for this week's Super Series is Mance Warner making his return to MLW over three years. He will be taking on the beast of Contra, the lone proprietor of Contra, I guess, by this point, Mads Kruger. Uh, this should be a wild and wooly battle. I wonder how relaxed the rules will be for this, uh, because let's face it, both men specialized in weaponized brawls, and Mance Warner is the eye poke god. Last but not least, we've also got the announcement that there is a Peach State Invitational with the Suplex Assassin Alex Kane. All these and much, much more will be taking place September 18th at the Space Event Center in Norcross, Georgia. I guess that's a suburb of Atlantic. This is the first time I've seen Norcross come up. Anywho. All right. It is time. MLW still on hiatus. They're threatening to return soon, though, so I'm looking forward to that. Not that I have not enjoyed wandering around checking out the best wrestling this country has to offer, but, you know, it is kind of a misnomer when your show is called MLW Confusion, and there's a distinct lack of MLW content to be confused about. Anywho... As I said before, uh, we got a fan recommendation to check out SWA out of Mississippi. Uh, they heard the review of the AWA out of Alabama last week, and evidently there is some sort of rivalry down between the states down south. Um, and recommended I check this out, so I figured, hey, why not? Let's give it a ch let's give it a look. See, uh, so here we go. We are going to check out SWA Championship Wrestling episode 109 for those of you playing at home. This is available on the Fight TV app. All right, the show starts off with a couple of promos, first of which is the Varsity. They're looking to get revenge on behalf of uh, some fellow teams, such as the Daybreakers, against the Pharaohs of uh, Funk. Um, so I'm already digging this thing right off the bat. We got Pharaohs of Funk. That is just a sweet, sweet name. Uh, not even like paying attention to who these folks may be. We transition to, the, to uh, Morrison Croft with Dax Savage, uh, part of the Authors of Chaos. They note that the Book of Chaos will be written in blood, specifically the blood of Hillbilly Joe. Hillbilly Joe's up next, and he's just like, Ben's not here, uh, but Dak is. Dak asked for this. Whatever's happening to him, he asked for it. That'll be seen tonight. 
we get our opening credits and we start off with championship action the swa southern tag team champions the varsity uh noah and bulldog hosi will be taking on the renegades of funk unfortunately it is not zach de la roca and tom morello it is joey abel and the pharaoh of funk uh looks like the pharaohs come out and they have their uh, signature weapon, happens to be uh, axe handles. And their introductions are like, you know, entrance is like 30 minutes as they wander around the ring at a snail's pace, threatening anybody who dares look at them. Not even cockeyed, you just make eye contact, axe handle upside the head. You know, just like some old school marm. Anywho, uh, luckily though, the varsity, their entrance is a bit faster and the crowd just goes freaking nuts over them so i mean you gotta respect that no matter what snark i may throw into this here program uh abel and noah start off uh, we got the shoulder tackle standoff two pretty big dudes and noah's like a really big dude uh the straps come down already from uh joey abel so we are getting serious here within like two minutes of the match itself however abel is the one getting taken down he get, he tags in uh funk is in and leverages uh via hair pulls uh some corner shots uh but the bulldog comes in and well uh, it's a bulldog. Uh, Pharaoh injured backs into the ring post, crotch first, and from here we get to see a tug of war between the varsity and, uh, well, Joey Abel over the body of the Pharaoh of Funk. Unfortunately for Pharaoh, Joey won this competition, which means Pharaoh goes groin first into the uh, ring post, which I have to admit, despite, like, the jadedness, and I really, I say this like every other week now, but like I have not seen anything quite like that in the realm of professional wrestling, and I was thoroughly entertained by it. Anywho, moving along, uh, never minding that, except you should totally mind that, because it was hilarious. Um, <laughs> Pharaoh gets to tag out, because he's quasi-injured. Um, however, we get some uh, little, like, Repeated action as Noah's back in, uh, hitting some forearms off the ropes after um, a leapfrog. Uh, Pharaoh comes in, same thing happens to him. He eats a forearm, tags back out, Abel's back in, and Noah goes to the well one too many times and just eats a slap to the face while he's up in the air, which I did also pop for because there's just not enough just slaps to the face in the realm of professional wrestling uh get an eye poke and the heels go to work the renegades go to work over the varsity from here we get a lot of old school ref distraction tag team action here ref gets distracted uh by usually the tag team partner uh in this case bulldog is all trying to help out his brother and you know distracts the referee allowing the renegades to do all sorts of underhanded things like not tag out used their wrist tape, and very other ways to keep their opponents down on the ground. Uh, however, uh, we get a little break of the action. Things go outside, just totally break down. All four men outside the ring, and when it looks like that the Renegades of Funk are going to get counted out, two fans in Lucha Masks come in and interfere, throwing the Renegades back into the ring, and they reveal themselves to be the Daybreakers who've had history with the Renegades of Funk themselves. 
inside the ring. The bulldog hits a diving headbutt, and Noah pins the pharaoh. We get the one, two, three. Your winners, and still, SWA Southern Tag Team Champions, the Varsity. And... You know, it's easy for me to say as a Yankee to be, like, skeptical of people and, you know, their appearance in the realm of professional wrestling. Uh, but this was definitely a fun match to watch, um, especially that ring post st- uh, spot was just, that popped me real good. So, uh, you know, real big into this match. They won me over in short order despite, like, you know, me mocking the entrances and all that sort of good stuff. Uh, so, solid opener, uh, crowd of it was just crazy for this match as well, so that was great to see. All right, before we wander into our main event of the evening, let's take ourselves a pause for the cause, check out some energy drinks, maybe create a podcast or two, and I'll see you guys in one moment. If you're like me, sometimes you need a pick-me-up to get you through the day. I drink Ray's Energy for that pickup. Ray's comes in a bunch of different flavors, and more recently, Italian ice, which is great, by the way. And it contains no sugar, so there's no crash after you drink it. And, really, like, best of all, if you go through me and go to wetrepsports.com, use my code CASS, you get 15% off your order. So, also, be like CASS, drink Ray's Energy... All right, we are back, and Dak Savage with Morrison Cross uh, get the mic. They are inside the ring, and by they, I mean mostly Morrison Croft gets the microphone. Uh, He calls out Hillbilly Joe um, and apologizes for Joe, uh, you know, what happened the last few weeks, uh, notices that... uh, you know, Ben, the target, is not here. Uh, ben Woods, to be specific, is not here. So, like, really, like, there's nothing to do around these parts. Uh, Hillbilly, though, is incensed. I, I assume it's because he left his overalls at home because he's not wearing a pair of bibs. And I refuse to acknowledge any Hillbilly not wearing bibs. Uh, but he, but the Hillbilly Joe notes that Ben Woods may not be here tonight. But Dak will be his Ben, and he asked for this. Um, Unfortunately, he doesn't get to really fulfill any of these thoughts as Dak attacks him from behind, working over the leg as the match starts. So it will be Dak Savage taking on Hillbilly Joe. Um, Joe, though, comes back with an inverted atomic drop and a body slam. He gets to take over for a hot minute uh, before uh, Dak starts working over the knee again. And hits a nifty kneeling snap DDT. Didn't see that one coming, but I am you know, not hurt by uh, seeing a good snap DDT. Uh, Croft does interfere, uh, but Joe catches some punches by Dak and uh, hits a ripcord clothesline out of the deal. Big elbow drop, though, goes for two. Uh, Thumb to the eyes and some terrible kicks by Dak. And, like, this is kind of like I didn't go over, but, like, a lot of Dak's offense, especially when he's working over body parts, uh, happens to be like working over the knee uh, with kicks and these kicks, like he's got kick pads. So like he's trying to do like the nifty loud kicks, except they're not loud. And they're like, to be frank, not that great. And I qualify this noting that like my kicks wouldn't be much better, but the difference is I'm not a trained professional wrestler. I am just a 35 year old man living in my mother's basement, talking into a microphone. And everyone knows that when you're behind a microphone in your mother's basement, you are the toughest man in the world. So there, that's right. 
Toughest man in the world right here, talking behind a microphone. Especially when I'm on the internet. Guys, like, double toughed. I am the double toughest man in the world. Anyway, never mind how tough I am, we have a match to finish up the review. And it's not going to be long, though, because Hillbilly Joe really wants to hit a choke slam by the looks of it. Um, unfortunately, Ben Woods is here tonight, and he's harassing Hillbilly Joe's wife at the merch table. Unfortunately for the match itself, Joe needs to go defend his wife's honor. Uh, so he does so by leaving the ring and confronting. Woods. Meanwhile, there's still a match to be had and a match to lose. The referee, knowing this information, starts and finishes his 10 count. Hillbilly Joe has been counted out. Your winner by count out. Dak. Yeah, Dak. Okay. I just keep saying Dak repeatedly because I forgot his name, like, because I haven't committed everybody's name to, uh, you know, memory. Maybe I'm just blocking it out because I don't like the name Dak Savage either. That's that's it. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make it, like, double down on the fact, uh, you know, double down on ways to make him want to beat me to death. And I'm going to forget his name, call his name stupid, and call his kicks stupid too while I'm at it. Um, anywho. Whereas the last match was meant to just, like, pop the crowd, uh, this match was definitely more storyline-driven, uh, continuing the feud between the Authors of Chaos and Hillbilly Joe, um, and serving its purpose on that front as well, and also giving Dak's, uh, Dak a big win, uh, which commentary puts over that this is probably the biggest win of his career. Um, and the dude was, like, solidly on his way up, and they're not a fan of him teaming up with Morrison Croft, uh, but obviously tonight it has paid dividends. All right, so two match show. That was our main event. We are winding down. I am mostly just yelling at some dude in Mississippi that I've never met, and to be cr quite frank, up until this show, have never even heard of. But I know Dak Shepard now, and his name is not Dak Shepard. That's that other guy. It's a quasi celebrity, Dak Savage. Yes, because I've again continuously forgetting his name. Uh, so I hope I never travel south or he travels north because uh. Like, uh, Buku Dao. Oh, that's another beating I'm owed. Anyway, um, you know, despite this flippancy, like, because I just kept screwing up, and my notes are so shorthand that I sometimes, like, can't read it and I forget things, uh, it was a fun show to watch. Very old-school feel. Um, again, though, I am half-serious when I say I don't trust any hillbilly that doesn't wear overalls. Uh, but, like, he was a big dude, so I'm not gonna say that one to his face. You know, Dak Savage, though, I might mock to his face. That is also a lie, because, once again, double tough, behind a microphone. Anywho, rambling on incoherently. A fun show to be had, so uh, SWA, Championship Wrestling, out of Mississippi. Uh, it's on the Fight TV app. It is free with the app, so as long as you, so if you got yourself a membership to uh, Fight TV, uh, or downloaded the app and whatnot, uh, you know, you can check it out there. There are, well, obviously, because I mentioned it already, 109 episodes to take your pick from. Uh, and the recommendation basically kind of like said, like the last, I think it's the last five or so, uh, uh, really bumped up in quality. So I might uh, finish those out and then just for fun, compare and contrast much, much older episodes and see how the uh, production quality stands up there. Uh, so, anywho. If you want to, you know, offer up some suggestions for your uh, for yourself, you want to throw your favorite independent promotion under the bus, you know, you know, send me a message, uh, hit me up uh, via the emails, the Twitters, the other social medias. You'll see all that in the description of this here podcast. Um, 
Otherwise, though, you know, despite me me not doing proper due diligence with my note taking, um, I do appreciate you guys tolerating me, though. Um, thanks for listening. I I would promise to do better next week, but no, we know that would be a lie, and I try not to break my promises. That being said, though, hopefully, despite this, I'll see you guys next week. MLW Confusion is a weekly podcast that is written and performed by Rob Kammer and hosted at Anchor FM. The background music for this section is Ruined My Day, performed by Alan Schroeder. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to support, please like, subscribe, and tell your friends, family, and enemies. Leaving a review would also be helpful. Word of mouth advertisement, of course, is very important for us small podcasts. For my social media links, they can be found in the description below, but the Twitter and Instagram are both at the Nova of Cass, T-H-E-N-O-V-A-O-F-C-A-S-S, and Facebook is at MLW Confusion. If you'd like to support monetarily and help upgrade my equipment, please check out my virtual chip jar at www.kofi.com slash Casanova, that is C-A-S-S-O-N-O-V-A. If you'd prefer more bang for your buck, go to patreon.com slash Casanova where for as little as $1, backers get access to the podcast early and without those pesky ads, plus other exclusive content. So head up the crew and join Maverick45, Alan Schroeder, and Keith Wynn, and check it out. You can also find t-shirts at whatamaneuver.net slash collections slash theconfusionpodcast. There's hyphens in between the Confusion Podcast, of course. And for other business inquiries, such as ads and sponsorships, please email me at rzkammer, K-A-M-E-R-E-R, at comcast.net. Thank you all for listening.